Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Art of EQ, episode seven. So last time I had a guest for you, I've done one better. In fact, should I say two, two and one? I have the team behind towards Valencia with me today. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello, David. Hello. So, um, yeah, guys, do you want to do a little introduction to yourselves and tell tell everybody who you are? Right. Uh, my name is Jorge Crecis. If you cannot pronounce my surname or the name, don't worry. Been 11 years in the UK and I cannot pronounce half of your words. So it's totally <laughs> we're on the same page there. Um, I've been a professional dancer for many years. Then I was a teacher, full-time teacher at the LCDS, London Contemporary Dance School, until I decided to jump into the waters of freelancing for the last 12 years, I think, choreographing for people like uh, Carlos Acosta, Beijing Dance Theatre, uh, other companies. And uh, at the same time, because I was a little bit bored, I was doing a PhD that took me only 10 years and three relationships. The rest was easy. And uh, that PhD became Tobos Vivencia, which is a training methodology to enhance the state of consciousness associated to peak performance. It's lots of big words, but it's basically when you feel that uh, in flow that you became one with dance with the music it's how you can train that aspect of your consciousness fabulous well geez wow <laughs> amazing amazing and uh yeah bridget what um tell us tell tell the people who you are yeah following up from that fantastic bio um <laughs> my name's bridget lappin i am a freelance contemporary dancer based in london i'm originally from canada um and I, I dance, I perform in children's theater, opera, all kinds of that sort of thing. Um, teach a bunch. I also am breaking off into voice acting as kind of like a supplementary sort of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fancy, you know, little cartoonage. Yeah, yeah um, new lockdown skill. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I'm also the assistant director of Towards Avencia. So um, I've been collaborating with Jorge now probably for the past five, six, seven, etc. years. Mm. Um, and my role in the company is really to um, lead our signature one-year training program. Um, and we co-wrote the book together on Towards Avencia. So yeah, kind of do a yeah. whole bunch of things. Yeah. Um as uh, when we had our um little chat uh, last week guys like i remember bridget when um uh both being like members at um just held dance space like uh when we were just like coming back from there and you were talking about like it kind of uh ready to kind of kick start so it's it's amazing that it's um become what it is i'm talking about what it is what is towards vivencia if i uh, like to describe question. that to the people like what? So what? What are they getting with towards Vivencia? So towards Vivencia, what people are gonna get? Uh, in our profession, we all experience those moments that, uh, for four seconds, five seconds, ten minutes, it keep us doing what we do for years, and it's very difficult to tap uh, to tap into those moments of uh, being one with the music, being fully engaged with what you're doing, not only in your performances, but in your classes, in your teaching. So what we do is to be able to make that thing that make our job so special to be as replicable 
as possible and to be able to sustain that practice as often as you want. So actually we help people to switch on and off that. How that translates in your daily life is like you became much more resilient. Instead of going to a class as a teacher or as a performer, it's like, what the hell? I need to do another class. I need to do another plea. I need to do another role on the floor. It's approaching that with the curiosity of the first day and the passion is like, where this is going to lead me? The idea of teaching and not getting frustrated with the obstacles of management, fees, transport, but having the passion and the love for your practice to where it's going to take you and how much are you going to give to other people. So those are the things that we train because the spark is there, but the fight takes sometimes the fire out. So what we do is we keep not only the fire burning, but actually really, really bright and shiny. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're like adding uh, tinted to the fire um, to keep, you know, keeping it going, like, and giving the people the actual tinder to be like, here, take it, do it for you, like, because you've got to do it for yourself, right? Like, no one else is going to do it for you. I don't know if you want to um, elaborate on some of that, Bridget, or... Um... Yeah, well, I think the big thing about Towards Avencia is that Ultimately, it's a training methodology. Like that's the basis of the work that we do with the company. And um, just like with any training, it it's a process that takes a lot of time. And what what we're what the Jorge's grounded the work in is um, anthropology and neuroscience and and a bunch of other things as well. Uh, uh, phenomenology, that's the one. Um, and uh, like philosophy and all sorts of other stuff and. Uh, ritualization and the the big thing about it is that the methodology itself is designed to activate the neuro the nervous system in a very specific way and then because we're training it we are literally rewiring the nervous system so that the everything that Jorge is describing of um you know being more resilient when you when you're fighting this epic dance career or if you were working in an office and you're dealing with that daily daily grind of it all um that resilience against it starts to become a habit and then it starts to kind of become your everyday sense of being because we have tapped into the very way that the nervous system actually works and made taken advantage of the plasticity of the neurosystem and then from there it's a matter of practicing it and really integrating it into your whole into your whole being so that that resilience is something that as Jorge says, you can just switch on and switch off again. Great. Yeah. So there's a lot of, um, seems to me and what I hear is like a lot of kind of just, um, pattern reprogramming, like, um, and I think that's, yeah, that resilience is so important because, um, yeah, it's, it's so, it's so difficult to grind away. And especially the times we find ourselves now, um, the resilience is like, um, the, the knob for that has been turned to a hundred and it's um you know things like this is what we need um to try and help us get through um because um like you were talking about like work and in, in our case the work environment is um it's um it's it's crazy to find that we've gone from the studio like when lockdown first like started and we're 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 in our room trying to teach a class so there's you know um floor work is tricky traveling across and like how do you like build that resilience to try and like adapt your um 
your process as an artist and teaching your own classes and um how have you guys um approached this time it's actually probably a really interesting question to ask you guys like because i know you guys have um an online program actually Yes, uh, we, we have uh, several branches of the training because I, I'm going to tell you one of my dreams. Uh, my dream is like in the future, every single company, every single institution, they have a dance movement advisor, meaning that we have been developing for years that motivation, that uh, body work, that knowing ourselves and the others. So what I really want towards Vencia to become, it's a tool for performers to keep developing those skills that we are doing. And each of us specializes in different things. Things. We had uh, Charlotte McLean today did, giving a, an amazing, beautiful class of self-knowledge in the morning of getting to know yourself. My body, my home. Is that correct, uh, Bridget? Is that the yep, title? that's the one. It's a beautiful class. I took it myself. It's that great. sounds great. I'm really all about nice. the self-awareness. I need yeah. to get myself to this class, maybe. Like this is great. I, lo- I love that. I love that. I that that's uh, you can see how I'm getting about that particular subject. Um, it's something I'm so passionate about because for me um in my life like unlocking that certain self-awareness aspect and it takes time it's something that is like um with the muscle uh of the brain you know the brain being a muscle in itself like trying to train that sort of thing i once i kind of done that for myself it really just opens a a lot doors so yeah i'm I'm gushing a bit about the subject because i love it so much um so that's really great that i i'm I'm gonna come to class no, no worries. So this is exactly what we want towards Vencia to be. Those dancers who are passionate about one aspect of our profession to be able to keep developing that aspect because I believe the world that it's coming to be needs more dancers and no less. So actually what we want is people to keep developing that self-awareness or that floor work skills or that acrobatics or whatever it is that they make them very, very special or they make the... the can you say in English the, the fancy, the fancy, the tickle, the tickle, the fancy? That tickles the fancy. Tickles the fancy. So we want to be, towards <laughs> is that tool that helps people to keep developing in order to serve the world afterwards, either by teaching, either by coaching, either just being by the example to follow. So how we are going to do it, how we are doing that in towards we have these online classes that we've been developing since lockdown started because this is only... Uh, the tip of the iceberg for people to keep training in dance, to keep motivated, to keep together, to keep, because as I said, I don't want less dancers in the world. So I want to facilitate as much as we can then to their continuous development. And then we have our signature program, signature program, which is uh, towards Juventia Designing Presence, which we go for a year because I can tell you the principles in a couple of hours, but then it will take you to nine to 12 to 18 months to develop those skills. Um, we are in a moment that Instagram and Twitter is 100 characters give me what I want in 30 seconds that's it but we know that it takes time and takes energy so our signature program as Bridget was saying helps you to find out what is this methodology experience it by yourself but more interestingly halfway through we give you the tools for you to personalize the training for you to train for you to develop the enhance or erase one pattern of behavior that it's uh, that you want uh, to develop enhance or even that you want to erase so we don't only teach you how to do mental 
push-ups and uh, nervous system abdominals. We tell you how many repetitions you can do in order to develop that strength that you need in that area of your life. So those are the two main things that we have at the moment. And we are preparing a secret one, which is uh, training for trainers. Uh, we will be able to give this methodology for other people either to go deeper into this practice by themselves or either to be able to give it to other people uh, like a yoga teacher you can go into a yoga teacher training just for your own development just to teach other people or just to open your own school and at the moment towards Juventia is making its way into higher education so I'm giving this uh, methodology in London when the Brightness School, Rambert and IAB here in Spain. So we want more people to be able to develop that practice later on in different um, institutions and practices. So that's what we are doing at the moment. Bridget, probably I lost a few things as well because we are doing a lot. No, I think that's kind of everything. We've also got, um, we've got a podcast that Jorge's done a couple, uh, one podcast to another. Um, where uh yeah um where jorge's been interviewing um individuals in the uh dance scene who are um at the moment are very kind of in tune with a lot of the stuff that we're doing in terms of um breaking down what what makes someone on stage be present like what is that what is the thing that makes them like what is that thing and and also speaking to these artists and choreographers about um their daily schedules and kind of getting a sense of how these like masters of of dance are you know in a way very similar to all of us who um don't technically have the title master but we're definitely part of the the ecosystem and uh yeah so there's a couple of episodes of that and then we also of course have the book which is um Designing Presence Entering Towards Avencia, published by Rutledge. Um, it just came out earlier this month, and um, it's co-written by myself and Jorge. And essentially, it's an introduction into the foundational steps of Towards Avencia methodology. So as Jorge said, you can he could explain all of the steps to you in maybe like an hour, and you'd go, yep, okay, cool. But the, the book kind of breaks it down a little bit further into... Um, Jorge's personal application of the training in his choreography, um, both with Acosta Danza and a solo work that he did, and then also into the experiences of the signature training program that we have, um, the one-year program, where you can hear tidbits from other participants, and you can also hear some of my own experiences, because I was part of the first group that ever did the one-year training. Um, so you get a little bit of my insight as well of my experience with the methodology as well yeah um speaking on like all these things you're doing i mean you have to make a book right like <laughs> like you, you've got to have um yeah just a place to find all this knowledge and um you're saying the other day you guys could talk hours and hours about everything and yeah all the things you're um achieving like it's it's quite ambitious there's a lot there so it's like um and i can imagine this you know even the book itself might go through several um you know different editions and remakings uh, also just the program itself online everything so yeah there's a there's a lot so yeah it makes sense to um coagulate that into like um yeah book and um yeah um with the book i believe uh, you can get on amazon and everything 
for everybody listening i'll make sure that that's all connected so you can find that book and uh get it <laughs> absolutely and um i wanted to um ask the question as well guys um in terms of the practice as well i was hoping to maybe delve deeper with you guys more uh into the um there was um the self-care element and um you do have um methodologies within the mental health realms and like relieving stress i I remember seeing something about um there's a process that you guys have which is uh stress um stress relief um am i on the right track with this yes you might be talking about the mindfulness based stress reduction yes mbr yes that's it I can't well, we remember can, what he yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was just briefly looking at, into that. And it's really interesting. Maybe you could talk a bit about that, and also just talking about the yeah, more into the self care element that you try and um, provide people, and just give them the tools to well take care of themselves. Yes, definitely. Um, in designing presence, we our major strength is the team. Uh, Bridget didn't say, but actually her major role into this uh, book writing was translate into proper language to a very boring PhD thesis. So she did an amazing job at um, turning a couple of notches down and explaining very, very complicated things in a very, very interesting ways. There was a moment that she saw me the beginning of a chapter and was she's introducing Bugs Bunny. And what was the other name of character? So it's a scene from um, uh, Looney Tunes cartoon with Bugs Bunny and Yosemite Sam, where um, essentially the there's a high diving board and chaos ensues. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's what uh, Bridget was doing. So she was translating into a very, very fun way, uh, all this methodology. And what I was trying to say is like uh, Bridget and I, we make a very, very strong team because we complement each other. But that's what we are trying to do in Towards Vivencia. We are a team of incredible human beings that each of them are bringing different experiences in order all of us to complement the same goal is try to make dancers' life more sustainable and longer and longevity uh, and promote longevity in that in that career. So we have, for example, Livia Massarelli, who did her MA in. Um, yes, I know. I do know you know her? her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's fantastic. She's she she actually danced for me at one point. Um, so last year, no, she's uh, she's great. She's, she's a nice person. She's fantastic. She was <laughs> part of uh, our training, and then she did her MA thesis into how to create a uh, meth. Um, I would say it meditation for dancers specifically. Uh, we have Fernando Balsera, who is a very good friend of mine. Uh, he was at the place as well. Now he's working with Sasa Walls in Berlin, who is doing mindfulness-based stress reduction. So we are incorporating other practices for people to go to the same goal in different, uh, with different perspectives. But our methodology in itself, the main goal is at the end of, it might sound really simple, but it's so freaking complicated to get there, is end up with a feeling that I am enough or if you allow me I am fucking enough so it is fantastic to see how everyone at the very end of the project when they do kind of like this uh, end of the training event they consistently out of 300 people that has gone through the program of the last three, three, uh, three years it is really consistent that we hear what was the most surprising thing like 
I know that I could have done much more work, but what I've done, it's really good already. I know that what I've done is exactly what I needed. I know that I've done it in the way that I wanted. So that self-love, it is the most amazing self-care that one can provide. And that is what we are tackling. We help people how to be more committed to the things that they commit to, but also how to commit to not commit, how to decide, I wanted to do this, but in this moment, it is not exactly right. So I'm committing to not commit. How to be playful it is. I need to send this email, which is really important. And my whole career depends on that email. You know, at the end of the day, it's one letter after the other. Let's be playful with that. We help people to how to come out with a very, very uh, complicated situation, a big obstacle, cool down, close this uh, this experience and be able to tackle the next one with renewed energies. So we give little uh, tools not to avoid all the shit that is going to happen in our lives, but how to do, how to deal with all of them, knowing that you are at the center of all of them and how you enter, how you stay and how you exit those situations is going to make all the difference. So that's the aspect of the self-care is yeah. self-pure love. Yeah, Rich. I think... I think the big thing to highlight just what Jorge was just to pick up on what Jorge was saying is like it's the it's the how that's the big the big puzzle piece that I feel like towards Avencia manages because I think a lot of the time um, especially when it comes to mental health or self-care all that kind of things there's a lot of suggestions of things that you can do to take care of yourself um, uh, which are like you know if they work for people then all the more power to them um, but things like positive affirmations or you know self-care activities like take a bath and all that kinds of stuff like those are those are really important things to incorporate into your mental health regime but I think what towards Avencia offers is kind of that how component because speaking from personal experience like I know I knew there was a lot of stuff that I wanted to do to take care of myself and my mental health and how I was approaching my career at the time but I felt like I just I couldn't do it for some weird reason like I there was this barrier that was in front of me that was preventing me from doing what I wanted to do and what the work with Towards Avencia did is it gave me the tools to kind of go around that barrier and then get on with what I wanted what I needed to do for myself so yeah I would say that the big the big thing about the Towards Avencia method is that it's it's the how that's missing from a lot of self-care stuff and it's it I can definitely attest to the to what Jorge was saying about how at the end of the program what people say is they're like I am enough like I I can say that now with myself having gone through the process like yes I am and I am enough and even if there's days when I don't feel like it I know I have the tools in my pocket to get me there you know so yeah yeah absolutely um and I totally agree with those things like taking the bath and stuff those those things are important um but i can imagine people you work with there's there's just there's just no way to do a one size fits all like there is literally like everybody um has walked different paths sometimes you may relate to other people which is great but then there's going to be little indescription little things that uh, may change like it is really um it sounds like a simple question of how but it really as you said it's just the get there is just really not that straightforward and uh, it's really great and it does 
take that time that that year with the program that you guys it's like it's not an overnight thing it's not a thing you can achieve in a fortnight um especially with the brain in the bot in a couple of weeks you do a couple class your body might change but your mind is a very complex thing so it's like um and also it's um you're in your own body as well you're in your own head as well so it's just like it's just about having these options right and just um you just like help guide people get onto their path rather than trying to like here's a path which yeah. i feel like sometimes is sometimes happens like here's how you get over it it's like okay <laughs> like you know with some things that i put out there like that's great but like i think it's um that kind of becomes a one size fits all conversation there totally. which is like you know taking the bath you can take a bath get out the bath you you you, you go back to where you were like so like yeah. going to the real like where's the root of this it might be a good time actually to define vivencia jorge what do you think <laughs> uh yes uh, we can talk about it uh i mean we decided to call to use vivencia because in english uh when i was doing this phd i couldn't find a word that explain in only one word to experience the experience fully and consciously so i came out with this word uh, who was is nearly 100 years uh, old it's very recent also in the spanish language which is vivencia which is the verb to live uh, vivir into one noun so it creates it's a moment that it defined a before and after so it's an experience that you are experiencing fully and it charge it marks a beginning and an end a before and after of your experience but most importantly it's experience voluntarily it means it doesn't happen to you unfortunately you can be in a car accident that's something that you've not sought so it's something that it happens and yes marks a before and after but vivencia is something that you've searched for i am going to run a marathon i'm gonna climb the everest it is something that you've searched consciously that actually make that change so that's what we do and and you were exactly right david uh, what we do is is we don't give uh, a recipe to fix everything but we give it a structure we we say that before you do a, a class you need to warm up then you need to do a please then you need to do that this then you need to do small jumps and big jumps if you start a class with a big jumps you might completely destroy yourself so with when you're working your nervous system is exactly the same you need to go with a progression uh, this word is very current at the moment we have a periodization so that's what we do we offer what are the right steps in the right order and we give you the tools of how you apply them so basically what uh, Bridget was saying is very important we offer the how but we also offer the structure and even more important there is no shortage of information right into the internet and you can find all this information you can read the book and you have all the information but we also offer the community we also offer that at six o'clock in the morning you need to go running no 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 at six o'clock in the morning 10 people are gonna be in your doorstep to go running with you uh, please this is a figure of a speech we don't go running in this program but yes you are gonna be celebrating your achievements and you're not gonna be celebrating them alone alone you have another 20 people from all around the world celebrating with you and that community aspect it makes all the difference because it amplifies everything by 100 i get emotional just thinking about all the people that are working together going with the same um, in the same journey arriving to a very different um, um how do you say uh, destinations 
Yeah, it was really beautiful. We had a uh, in-person gathering in Barcelona last year where um, we had, at this point, I think we had through four editions under our belt. So we've had we had like a like 50 to 75 people. Now we're up towards like the 200 range. Yeah, Jorge, kind of around nearly 300. Yeah, by, yeah. By so the time we were speaking, a lot of people. A lot of people are coming through, which is beautiful. Um, but yeah, so it, this was the end of one edition, and we organized a bunch of different workshops that are kind of around the the end of training uh, process that they go through. Um, and it was so beautiful because we like we had people who met in the flesh for the first time who had never actually met each other in person but had been communicating on Facebook for over a year. And as soon as they met each other in in, in the flesh, there was no like, oh hello, nice to meet you. It's so blah 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 blah. It was just an automatic like, it's so nice to see you. Like like no no introductions needed, no um polite conversation like they just dove straight in and there's there's this like special bond with those people that was it's it's so amazing to to witness because as Jorge says it's all these people who are going through their own individual journey of course because as Jorge says Vivencia is something that's very personal like no person is going to experience an experience in the same way particularly if Mm -hmm. you are the one engaged in your experience of that experience it's very very personal but doing it with a group of people gives you that courage to go to that experience with your experience because they're doing the exact same thing and while they might have a different experience um, there's still this communal spirit that drives everyone forward and it, it is like there are bonds that have been created through this program that I I've never seen before in my life and it's really it is really beautiful Wow. Like, honestly, that's just really, like, lovely to hear. And it's, like, um, I kind of like this idea of that you're all meeting um, together um, after this year. Like, after, you know, that that, that, that gave me a kind of bit of tingles there. That's because um, how many people can say that has happened to them, that sort of experience? Like, that is so unique in itself. Whereas you all, like, the thing you share is that you've got your shit, right? <laughs> you know, um, um, regardless of what you're dealing with. And, to, you know, it's all kind of, even if you're, um, I don't know, like, the fact that just being complete, well, I use the word strangers, but you've kind of, like, talked to online. But, like, and it's beautiful to hear that, you know, you kind of think, I can imagine all those people before me. Uh, oh, this might be awkward. I don't know. And they get there, and none of that happens. That's like, that's amazing. And um, yeah, uh, yeah. That's just like I, I, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, it's just amazing. I can tell you something. Yeah, I can tell you something that happens in week three or four of the training, Bridget. So out of uh, fifty-two weeks the third or the fourth week we asked them already to start talking to each other on the phone to have a conversation <laughs> because that is part of the unit they have to start getting to know each other 
So for people who are a little bit shy or they're not very sure, we give them a little script. Actually, you can ask this and then you wait to, to answer, just to facilitate the conversation. Some people use it, some people don't. But something that we hear over and over again is like, I felt really weird when you start asking us to talk to these people out of the blue that I don't know from anything. But it took us two minutes to break the ice and it seemed like we knew each other for all our lives. Just because of being two, three weeks in the training, we, they already have a common vocabulary to start with mm. that it unfolds a lot of things. And we've seen people who were 18, 19 years old talking to people who were 72 and becoming incredibly supportive of each, of each other. One giving the experience and the knowledge and the other one the freshness and the curiosity, whatever they are propo- um, supporting each other with. But amazing exchanges because no matter who you are or in which stage of your life, you have a lot to offer and you can receive still a lot. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that's like, that's just really just, um, it's just really quite warming thought. Like, um, that's great. It's so great that you guys are doing this. It really is. And, uh, I think you might have signed me up, man. Um, <laughs> I need to get on this program just to like experience it. Just it sounds fun. It sounds really like, um, and that kind of like for me as well. I'm talking about me now. <laughs> about my time, my podcast. <laughs> no, but like it's um, it's um, that's something for me. Like that is the value. Those values are so like kind of within myself and as like a still like an early career artist like going towards this transition and going to the middle part of my career it's it's really just it's amazing that this is happening to see like the sort of how I want to conduct myself and but see like I think that's so important that thought in itself to see that it can be conceptualized it can be done to have that kind of um that you know a lot of people seeing themselves in like um, I'm going to use the example of superheroes when you know you see someone who is like you in a comic book or in a movie and you're like can I be a superhero <laughs> you know in your own right so I find that so powerful and that's kind of like um, how I'm feeling hearing and just like experiencing you this podcast and you guys talking about this so that's really that's really great that this is out in the world well i think as well like i mean a lot of the people who do our program we've had we have a whole range of people but we do Mm. the our primary demographic is freelance dancers um and in a way it is a little bit of an isolating career in that i mean i've read i've read somewhere in terms of like um what it feels like to be a freelancer someone described it as like these bubbles where you go into a bubble and then once the project's finished, you leave that bubble and you go mm. to the next bubble and you go to the next bubble and you go to the next bubble. So you're constantly like re- rebuilding a home and then exiting that home and then rebuilding and exiting and rebuilding and exiting. And like you do see the same people at auditions and you do see the same people in classes and you know, it you're, you're kind of running around this circuit, but you're kind of by yourself. But what's really nice about our community um, is that all of those people are brought together through a common goal and then they're working towards something and it's just something <clears throat> excuse me 
yeah, it's just, it, it brings people together in a way that is very wholesome and non-competitive and, but also trying to fill the world with, with art and the art that we make as people, like as, as Jorge says, we want to fill the world with dancers and whatever that means, you know, um, dancers as people, we like, and everybody, everybody has this gorgeous, um, quality to share with people. And I think what's really nice about the program is that it, it brings that out in people, not in the sense of like, oh, we're going to make this dance piece now and mm. we're going to put it on stage, which is also really important. But what what we're doing is is bringing out the people into the world and, and yeah. kind of like unleashing them onto onto whatever little bubbles they're going to find themselves into. Like it like it was really we just had a group finish like two, four weeks ago, something like that. And I was just I was struck by, and maybe it's just because of the the climate that we're in right now, and there's just a lot of madness going on in the world. But I just I was struck by, like once again, I was struck by the the beauty of all of these people having gone through the program and come into themselves, like they presented themselves and they um, owned themselves and they they saw themselves as enough and like they were there in their like pure sort of essence, if you want to call it that. And I was just immediately struck by this feeling of, ah, all these people are gonna go take them their full selves and they're gonna go into the world and do what they're meant to do in the fullness of the of themselves as being enough. And I was like, this is so exciting. Like how many lives are gonna be changed because of those people being who they are and fully accepting who they are and acting from that place? What are they gonna be able to do in the world like that's just so so bloody exciting and it was really it was it was a really hopeful feeling actually um it's just it's just it's it's a it's a wonderfully fulfilling job i have to say yeah it sounds it absolutely sounds like it and it's really interesting some things you were saying there bridget which was um and it makes me cast my mind to um so for those who don't know and uh, those listening um with my company we do like um artist peer support group sessions it's very new started it over lockdown one of again for me it was one of these things where we couldn't really be doing much of the dancing kind of aspect or, or in this case restricting what we could do um so i was going more towards the mental health side of things what you know could do for artists and stuff like this and there was one particular session which i think was the um august one and we were talking about um people were bringing up relationships between collaborators choreographers and dancers and being in those spaces and projects to projects and then there was kind of a uh a term that came out of that which is or I guess like a it was almost like a mini mantra which is the people before the project which really struck with me and that's all I could, like that's that's what I was thinking of that that mantra when you were saying those things like yes 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 like and it just so in terms of like a kind of relatability factor and like if to kind of put what you were saying into like a nutshell um because you get so much more out of people as well and like you're saying and when they go out afterwards into the world not just as artists but like as full of people so um yeah that was really yeah that's i was just like 
yo the the world's funny and how people's minds connect like it's 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 really great and um absolutely it's it's very true and actually we we talk to directors and choreographers and artistic directors of companies and actually if you want your company to thrive let's take care of the raw material which is your dancers which is your people and that's something that we we pride ourselves of 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 doing it and facilitating that of taking care of of the people who build the institution the institution is important because it's something that remains but it's all those pillars that without them there's nothing there's something that we used to say in towards a lot that is like there is no dance without dancers so with all my respect to these institutions that it's necessary that they exist the theaters that is necessary they exist producers choreographers directors but actually without dancers there is no dance those are the people who are in the battlefield the the first line of of uh, work which are the the ones who are making dance happening at the same time at the uh, in, in real time and that's something that we pride ourselves to do it also in towards Juventia because you were talking about uh, people before the project and something that I really like about uh, the last three years is how we've little by little start becoming a, a bigger family so it's not only the participants some of the participants who decide to stay with us they stay after the year training and we work together to make this happen so at the moment we might be a team of six to twelve people some people coming and going because for us it's very important that people who are working with towards Juventia or oh, oh, in order to spread the word of Tomas Juventia are not only with Tomas Juventia. It's the people who I really want them to be freelancers or carry on doing other things because they will go somewhere, get some ideas and bring them back. And Tomas Juventia don't own them. Actually, they make Tomas Juventia better because of being the human beings that they are with all the information that they are coming from other places. So this is how amazing how it's growing organically by the people who are being part of the project at the moment. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> that honestly, I find that so important. Like, um, like understanding their, you know, people are freelance, and they, you know, to give them the. Yes, like it's so important. Like, I literally people get so surprised when I talk to them. Like, in my company, even in my company, that like my members and stuff like this. We even put in like you know the agreements. Like, look, just let us know if you need to do this other thing because maybe it yeah maybe it's a bit more money or something like that i'm just like go do it you need to pay rent go like i'm a small company go if it's with people like ron bear if it's people like i know like just do it like go and um yes anything and that because they will they will appreciate that so much that they want to come back like i find with that new information what, exactly like it's a win-win like, it's a win-win I was, uh, I was muted but I was like clapping when you see um, it's so yeah just it just give a shit about people man that's like yeah. literally my mantra like uh, I can't tell you David how yeah. happy I am every time that we said okay we're gonna meet in a month or a certain person is gonna do a job and I receive a call an email and saying like Jorge I'm really sorry I know that I was going to do this in two weeks time or three weeks time but I got another dance job that I need to go somewhere else you don't know how happy that makes me because like yeah you committed to something with us but we are a team we can find someone else to do that you go and do that because that is what you need to do right now and you will come back with new information if you decide to come back if not uh, it's fine we will wish you and we will cheer you up from the from the fences afterwards yeah because the world okay. needs more dancers 
and more freelance dancers. Ah,、mm. uh, yeah, because like you can like divide and conquer. You can do things like you can, yeah, and like yeah, as you say, you get more information than just、um, put it into a melting pot, and like you just create these. That's innovation itself. Like that leads to innovation. So it's so important that we, to give people that access. You know what I mean? And it's just. I think it's very importantly as well. It's just having that communication of like running a project. Like, look, just let me know. We can sort this. We can do this. You know, because、um, I know like from people and other artists, it can be quite an intimidating thing, especially if you're the person running the thing or do the. And I think it is、uh, just going straight. Like, look, look, just just talk to me and we can sort it. Like,、um, yeah. Don't like panic last minute. Oh, by the way, I'm like,、uh, <laughs> I'm like feeling this fear. Like,、um, so it's so important that、um, organizations like yourself, like, put that energy on the world because, it's, yeah,、um, as you know, as relenting as our jobs are, like, and like our industry can be, it's nice to have one less thing that's relenting. <laughs> like, in terms of like,、um, you know, feeling like. Yeah, have the free and freelancer, you know. Yes, I like that. <laughs> that kind of free and freelancer. <laughs> I like that too. I like that too. I like it. We're gonna steal it. <laughs> hey, go ahead, because、like、you know、it. what? We're exchanging information. We're、exactly. we're innovating here. We're in the...、yeah. <laughs> no. What I would like to be is that the residency at some point became also a pool of of security for those freelancers.、Mm. Um, you know, there is nothing. Wrong with、uh, working on a bar or working in、uh, in a theater. It's fantastic, and it gives lots of opportunities. I work a lot there, and I saw lots of pieces working in a theater. But what we like to be also to Osvenza is to be a, a financial security for these people who are working for the for the organization. But at the same time, they can do the job in a train from Dusseldorf to Helsinki at three o'clock in the morning if needed to be. So that gives that freedom that the、mm. freelancers need. Oh, fantastic! Free on the freelancers. <laughs> yeah, it also gives like just being one of those one of those free freelancers. <laughs> like it it it's great because as well like I can I can take what I get from my other avenue like revenue streams and da 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 bring that into towards Avencia. But then also what I get from towards Avencia, I can also bring into my other work. So like the the. Models that we're setting up in towards Avensi as a working practice, I can take it into、um, into other avenues that I'm working. Where I'm like, okay, the,、um, we could get a little bit more freedom here, guys. Like, there's like there's there's a way that we can do this that is a little bit more equitable, or even just like having the integrity that this company has.、Um, like, we're very we're very transparent about our financial dealings. We're very transparent about、um, our I wouldn't say the politics. Is, what would you call it? Politics, Jorge? Yeah, we're we're pretty we're pretty、yep. vocal. Of, we're pretty vocal about our politics and being very just honest about having these important conversations that need to be had in about the dance world. Um, so like taking all of that knowledge, then I can then take it into other avenues that I have, and then that then boosts those bubbles that I'm in, and then I can take that. So it's it's just this constant loop of. Encouraging and supporting one another, and and finding these ways to really make us all not better, but like just、mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like you know it, that 
that's the best way to describe it. Baby, can I tell you how we draw contracts into Juventia? If that's totally like, if that, if you want to, yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> it's something that I love it. When we decide to work together, we have a conversation and then we said the person, okay, write your job description and tell us how this is going to serve your career. And we write the contract from there. So wait, so you get them to write the job description? Yep. So like Jorge and I have a conversation every so often, just kind of like, Bridget, how is Towards Events serving you right now? Where, where do you see yourself going? What's happening? How, what, what's going on? And I go, okay, well, I, I see this, I see this, this is, this is working, this I think I need a little bit more space. So it's, really, it's a really open conversation. And then from there, yeah, we, we create a contract of some sort. And then that's, that's that. So it's, it, it's super transparent and very- How has that worked with others? It's fantastic. And the question That's that so I ask is like, what would you like us to do in Tobosvencia that is also helping you in your career and is serving you to develop in the way that you want to develop? So we Did their brains kind of just shut down because they're not used to hearing that. They're like, what? <laughs> do you know when they sat down, when you ask them to decide their salary? Because that's something that we do as well. It's Jeez. like, okay, this is how much income is coming. This is how much we are dividing it from here. What is the percentage that you're gonna get from the job that you're doing? Mm-hmm. So absolutely, not yeah, funny. Me... Funny, if we have a producer or I or, or Bridget, we decide the salary. We have a conversation with everyone and we decide. Okay, I'm from here. How much are you gonna earn? Which is kind of like my I'm, for for my for me now it's like very very normal. Actually, it's very useful because I don't have to think about how much I'm gonna pay anyone for the job that they are gonna be doing. But for people, it's one of the, the one of the most difficult conversations that they have with us. Mm, yeah, absolutely. It, it, uh, which, it reminds me of a time, one of my dancers, uh, this was like um, a year ago and then for the rest of this year. So um, I, f- for me, I was, um, there was the ITC rate, but then I was like, I don't feel that's, uh, that's enough for them. Like living and like knowing how I feel about if that was me like i mean like, okay i'm gonna put a little bit more i'm gonna put a little bit more on there and then after we did um uh some of the dance of the project one of them reached out to me oh, just uh, for the uh, following projects like oh is it going to be the same rate as last time and i'm thinking to myself can i can i kind of can i afford to do that i'm just like wait you know what i'll make it work because it shows like that money that I had done actually really benefited the person like it was almost like kind of you're saying like writing your uh, um how much it would like to be paid kind of thing so that was me just kind of reading between the lines and getting a vibe of what I was feeling from this person and um yeah and you know it really little things like that like it, it just it just it really changes this dynamic and people feel more relaxed they feel more um and it's like yeah just having those honest conversations even though they're quite they're quite scary sometimes for people and it's very tricky because resources mm. are limited so actually to exactly. have this kind of model of working it is not easy i have to say many people it's, it's not for them because uh you can choose how much are you gonna earn but you know also that depending of the mo- the work that you do is the income is gonna be uh, increase or decrease as well and it's true that it's very difficult to measure what actions are going to be, be bringing income because there are some indirect actions like for example doing the, the Instagram post that we don't know what is the, the impact exactly but it's very very important for us to do it so it's very it's very tricky conversations because 
we cannot, I mean, I, I'm not rich and I don't have an investor, which if anyone is uh, hearing us and wants to be an angel investor, we would be very happy. <laughs> There's to the plugin. <laughs> hey, do it, man. That's hu- that's hustle. That's what the hustle is. You gotta, you gotta, if you don't ask, you don't get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And if we, we want to, to give uh, normal salaries to our employees, to our participants, to all the members of our community, we will need in, uh, investment because at the moment, how we deal with it is how much percentage of it's gonna come it's going to go to you. So it's a huge risk for the people who are working with us. We have people who are answering, and I'm not exaggerating, more than 100 emails a week with questions from participants that they might get 30 pounds a week or the other ways that they might get 250 euros or it, it depends on what it's coming. So we do it in a way that is fully transparent, that everyone is it's equally responsible and... Uh, how do you say, owning the pie that we are making. And I don't want to say that we are eating it because actually what we are doing is baking it. And the more bakers we have, the bigger the pie, the more people we can benefit. That's what we are doing with our online classes. Uh, our teachers know that they got 60% of what we receive for them, 40 for the company to divide it into the people who are working. So we go into percentages and the more... Um, participants will come to those classes the more income that teacher can have so this is what we are trying to do also as well in these difficult times to involve teachers in a very active way so this is not like a normal institution that we get arts council funding and we can get 50 or 40 or 30 pounds per hour that you're teaching is this is your space we have the outreach we have the the way to to facilitate your classes but we need to understand that are your classes as well. So let's work together mm. to generate more, to spread the world more, to make it very affordable for people all around the world. So it is fantastic, but it's really tricky at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the big thing is like obviously a fixed a fixed thing is very like stable. You know where you know where it's fixed, it's there, it's gonna be that. But at the same time, we also don't that fixed thing might not necessarily be as fixed as it says because you might be offered a specific salary, but the company doesn't technically have it to pay you. Or, you know, so like there's lots of there's lots of tricky things that come with a fixed fee. Again, there's nothing wrong with a fixed fee. You know, we're just like examining what is what's out there what's and out how there. we yeah, yeah. and how we can better serve people with it. So like with the with the percentage thing, um, the way I really like to think about it is that it's it's a value assessment of of the people that we're working with so rather than it being like you are worth x amount it's like no your value is high and regardless of what income's coming into the company your value will remain here because we value you and this is why we offer you the value that we give you you know um which is again it's it is a different sort of a headspace for people to get into and yes for some people it doesn't work and all the more power to them you know it's totally fine but yeah there's there's I think one of our big 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 values and like I think it's the driving force of everything that Towards Venzia does is that um, we're in service like we're here to serve dancers to serve the dance community to serve people and it comes up in every avenue that we have so whether it's the classes that we're offering whether it's the training 
that we're offering, whether it's the book, whether whether it's even employment opportunities, we need to serve people, you know? And like the more that we can go about our interactions with everybody from this act point of service, the more that, you know, it's just, it's just the goal. Like we, with our employees, if we're going to be serving our participants, we also need to serve our employees, right? And so it's like, it's a, it's just service is at the core. Service is 100% at the core because we need to take care of one another, regardless of whether there's a pandemic or regardless of whether everything is hunky-dory, you know, like we just need to take care of one another, right? Absolutely. And, and you know, it's, you know, take care of everybody like but you know first of all take care of yourself because i find that it's like very important like you know um if you take care of yourself this was one of the things i used to struggle with which was um this idea of um i was so altruistic that i i was totally i totally forgot myself and that was one of the journeys i've had to go through life but actually that it was weird because it, it sounds so simple but the key for me to really improve my well-being was to be like but if you take care of yourself, you can do more. Like, and I think that's like, I was literally like, it's so simple, but it's so brilliant. Like, you know, and it's, um, and you really can, like, if you sort your, like, sort yourself out and then, um, absolutely. And it's really, when I talk to people about like, um, options because, um, of like finding some sort of support, like have as many options as you can because one of those options might not be available. So like, um, you know, is there a family member, friend you can talk to? Is there a therapist? Or is there a support group you can go to? Because you never know when one of those things aren't going to be quite viable for you as well. So I think that was really important for me. And also talk to yourself. You know, you can stick your AirPods in as you walk down the road if you want. It looks like you're talking to someone. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, actually, when I was doing a sports science, I was doing a lifeguard uh, course just uh, to earn some money over the weekend and over the summer. And the first lesson that they teach in this course is like the first person that you need to save is the lifeguard because that will be the person who will be able to save more people. Mm. So it is a very, very simple lesson, but don't put yourself at risk first in order to serve other people. And something that I've learned through a, like every single crisis, uh, if well-managed, teach you something. I went through a really big crisis a few years ago when all this towards Juventus was born from. And I realized that the thing that helped me the most, it was unconditional love, meaning that giving without any conditions, not waiting for a response, not waiting for people to like what I was doing, just just giving. And I realized that generosity and that service that Bridget uh, was uh, saying, once you are in a position of giving, some, some sometimes you are not, and then you need to be receiving, which that's why the community is there. But once there is this uh, point that you are giving, this is the most amazing medicine for you to take care of yourself. Give because by giving you are receiving 10,000 millions more thing. And that is probably for me, the most self-caring thing that I can do. And also you're the only one who is going to be giving what you're giving and that in and of itself is value. So then that makes you have value because you're the one who is giving it. And that person wouldn't have received it if it wasn't for you. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Wow. Wow. We went places today. Like there is, <laughs> that was incredible. I love when that happens. And that's why, you know, we were talking about like how much time do we give this thing? And that's why I like to, if we can just kind of like not put a thing on it, uh, you know, because it's like, we can go to weird, wonderful places. Um, like we, we, you know, it's funny. We, we structured like, oh, this is okay. We're going to talk about this. Cool. And then we've just gone places. And I love when that happens. That's so... told you we could talk. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely could talk for, for time, you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, it's good for my podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, absolutely. But it's just, it's just been really great to have you guys on. It's just been a really great energy today and um really getting it i can feel the the passion i'm seeing the room but in these three little boxes we find ourselves on zoom but um absolutely but i can i can still feel it i can still feel absolutely uh thank you i would like to finish saying that uh what uh bridget was saying about service it it comes for real. I mean, we put our money where our um, speech is, where our talk is. So uh, we uh, Wednesday, the 11th of November at 4 p.m., we are holding a gathering for everyone who wants to come uh, because we want to know how we can serve you guys. The people who are listening, freelancers, is like, come to us, uh, tell us what you what is needed in this moment because we want to keep serving and we don't want to go into a dark room, Bridget and I and Fanny and and Jackie and decide, okay, I think the world needs A, B and C. No, no, we want the world telling us actually what we know is X, Y and Z, what we need. So please, 11th of November at 4 p.m. Central European time, 3 p.m. UK time, come talk to us because we are already preparing what is going to be towards Juventia from January onwards. And we are here to serve what, what is needed in this moment. Let us, let us know. Like, you sound like, it's like Valiant Knights. <laughs> it's what great. is Valiant Knights? Like a, like a knight in shining armor come through the... <laughs> darkness shining light the holy light um i have a motorbike like, <laughs> you got by just like a perfect horse head <laughs> oh man uh that's absolutely brilliant and also you guys are going to be providing uh myself with a couple of re- uh, resources to dish out when all this comes out online on social media and stuff that you guys can access um and yeah, any sort of last parting words from yourself, Bridget? Um, any sort of last little plugins? Um, one of the big things that we have um, that is exceptionally exciting and is part of our whole thing about like wanting, um, Jorge has this phrase that he has made me adopt, even though the grammar kind of makes my brain go a little, <laughs> um, is called uh, growing the world smaller. Oh, yes. And um, so one of, so again, like this idea that we want to, um, we want to bring people together because there's something about bringing people together that makes us grow and learn and, and realize that we're not actually alone. And in this time of isolation around the world in general, we're like, well, the world may be isolated, but why can't we bring the world to everybody? So um, we've partnered with um, New Beijing Dance Festival new beijing new dance uh beijing new dance festival i always am dyslexic so i never know which is the order there we go Uh, i'm with you there brother yep Yep. (laughs) to create something called the five continents festival so we've we have um we've had workshops for different continents all around the world with them these really incredible companies um 
just representing each continent. So we've already done Australia and Asia, and now we are heading into Europe and Africa in November. So we've got uh, Akram Khan. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, yes. I had a look. I saw the video and everything. That was. We've got great. Akram Khan, and then mm-hmm. we also have Vuvani. Uh, Vuvani. Vuvani Dance Company Artistic Director Gregory Makoma from Africa. They are based in South Africa. Amazing. Yep. So those are so it's a weekend of workshop where you, where people can learn repertoire from the company, um, speak to the dancers, all that kinds of stuff, and it, it's exciting because of course like we we wouldn't have been able to meet with these people if if you know in person you know trying to travel to South Africa is is expensive, but um, you know you can take it from the from the comfort of your own home and again grow the world a little bit smaller. Um, so yeah, those are those are our big exciting things that are kind of in the pipeline right now. And we put go, the guys. ice in the cake in December with a Trisha Brown dance company. Oh. So we have the legends. Guys, nothing but legends. Nothing but legends. Fly, you can see um, this information on the website about the five continents. There's a little video and everything, which I saw as well. Get on this. Are you hearing the name drops? Get on this. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, we'll get all that information out to you guys. And... Uh, great thank you so much guys for coming on today really appreciate it i've had a lot of fun and it's been there's so much going on with you guys so it's uh you everybody listening there's a lot of uh stuff to go through and a lot of amazing stuff to go through so thank you guys thank you jorge thank you bridget and um that was the art of vq take care everyone thank you thank you david bye-bye